I always want to know more. I'm a wiki game kid. They got a million articles that we can play with. From bikes to planes to lists of humorous uh, measurements. Uh, it's the biggest bastion of knowledge there is. Gee whiz. Gee I always want to know more. And if I did, because maybe if I didn't, I guess that works that way. I wouldn't be a wiki game kid. Bam. Welcome to We Should Know Better, nice. the podcast nice. where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your um, lovable giraffe, Tim, and with me as always are those kids that always open the blind bags and uh, leave them sitting out there in the aisle. I am your, uh, or I am multiple doubles of the same blind bag, Kyle. I'm Sky. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so what we do here is we start on one page on Wikipedia and we click on links uh, therein to reach a goal page. And today, uh, Kyle and Sky will be going from, um, unfortunately closing down store Toys R Us, um, to one of the suggested mm. reasons the store is closing millennials. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> um, amazingly, amazingly millennials, millennials is not on the Toys R Us page. So that's, that's a start. Yes. We got a game here. That um, is amazing. But yeah, okay. unfortunately, we are in the middle of Toys R Us uh, closing down. Uh, currently have their stuff on sale. Um, don't know how long this is lasting. Uh, it seems to have been going on for a while around the same kinds of um, deals. But uh, I wonder when that yeah, will Yeah, I thought it was actually... I thought they already had. Yeah, I mean, they are they are closing right now. They I mean, the, the going out of business sale is going on. Um, but usually, mm. like, the the rates at which things are discounted increase. And mm-hmm. it's been doing that very slowly. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the game uh, to decide who's going first is going to deal with um, one of the things that uh, kids used to love going to Toys R Us for. And that's video games. Oh, okay. Uh, they used to have the wall of tags and you can just pull your tag and take it to someone. But anyway, Oh, man. The so many str- memories. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't really have many Toys R Us memories as a kid. There was not one really near me. Oh, dang. Uh, you had to drive like an hour <laughs> plus like north to reach the one up in Buffalo. And I only visited it maybe twice in my in my childhood. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I have visited Toys R Us more in my, like, 20s and 30s than I ever did as an actual <laughs> child. <laughs> uh, so I, I am kind of sad to see it go. But uh, the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York, has its yearly uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame. And currently, uh, it has selected 12 finalists uh, for its 2018 inductions. Uh, I'm going to read the description uh, of these uh, artifacts, I guess you could say, video games from (laughs) the beginning of video games to today. Okay. uh, Leaving out the name. And uh, it will be your job to identify the video game that is being uh, nominated. Good. Uh, I'll start with, uh, let's start with Kyle. Okay. Uh, We'll go back and forth. If if the, the first person does not get it, the second person will have a chance to steal. And uh, we'll say the first person to get to four points 
uh, will be going first today. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Starting with you, Kyle. Let's do it. Okay. Released in 1979, Atari's Blank offered players challenging gameplay, glowing graphics, and intense sound effects in an action-packed space setting. The game quickly supplanted the popular Space Invaders in many arcades and sold more than 70,000 arcade units. The home version of the game, made available on the Atari 2600, took the game's popularity to new heights, bringing it into millions of living rooms. And it's not Space Invaders. It's not Space Invaders. Yeah, that's a clue. Oh, is it? Oh, what's that one called? Asteroids? That is yeah. correct. Yeah. I almost went Defender. <laughs> Okay, Sky. Uh, Konami's Blank took Japanese arcades by storm in 1998, challenging players to use their balance and dexterity to step to the beat of popular music. The fast-paced game spread quickly to arcades across the world, and Konami spun out a home version of the game on the Sony PlayStation the following year. More than 100 versions of the game have been produced since 1998, and Blank helped to pave the way for iconic music games such as Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution. That is correct. This might be okay. easier than I expected. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kyle. Launched by Infinity Ward slash Activision in 2003, Blank helped to popularize the cinematic first-person shooter game. It dropped players into a fully realized World War II setting, allowing them to see the global scale of the conflict from the viewpoint of an American, British, and Russian soldier. Oh, no. And soldier had three, three nationalities, Kyle. <laughs> the blend of realistic action, historic narrative, and online multiplayer capabilities made it a quick success. It launched one of the best-selling game franchi- franchises of all time, with the game and its sequels accounting for more than 260 million units sold worldwide since 2003. Oh, this is... I have two options, and I need... To... Uh-oh. <laughs> is, it, is, this, is this Call of Duty? <laughs> Yes, this is Call of Duty. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Sky. Uh, Square Company's Blank took the already popular series to new levels of technical achievement and story development when it, de- when it debuted in 1997. It introduced 3D computer graphics, full motion, video cutscenes, and a deep, complex storyline to the franchise, arguable. The game sold more than 10 million units, hit. making it the second most popular game for the Sony PlayStation <laughs> and helped to popularize the Japanese RPG across the globe. Final Fantasy VII? Yes. <gasps> yep. So send all comments on my comments to we should know to better. Not, to not us, because we don't care. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, created by Valve slash Sierra Studios in 1998, Blank revolutionized the first-person shooter genre of games. It challenged players to escape a research facility after an experiment gone wrong and combined a rich story, scripted sequences, unique puzzles, and sophisticated gameplay elements. Later expansions added head-to-head and co-op gameplay options, along with the ability to modify the game itself, providing countless replay possibilities. The game has sold more than 9.3 million copies and inspired two sequels. Ah, jeez. I want to say Portal, but I know that that's... You know, I'm going to go with that, Portal. I can't, I can't think of what it would be. Oh, no. Sky? Can you, can you read the first part again? Created by Valve slash Sierra Studios in 1998, Blank revolutionized the first-person shooter genre of games. All right. I mean, it's it's um, Half-Life. Yes. Oh, Half-Life. oh yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Good job, Scott. 
Yeah, I want to make sure that I got the right company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I think you have three thank, right thank now, you for, Sky. Yeah, thank you for getting the other Valve out of the way, though. Like, <laughs> Dang it, dang it. I probably would have guessed Portal 2. Uh, okay, so this is your turn, Sky. Okay. Uh, this could give you the, the victory. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, designed by Sierra Online co-founder Roberta Williams, Blank introduced players to the fantastical world of Daventry. The fairy tale setting, unique <laughs> visuals, and irreverent humor what? helped to make the game a hit on personal computers. Sierra Online produced seven sequels, and the game influenced dozens of adventure games that followed and established Williams as one of the most significant game designers of the 1980s and 1990s. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't know this one. Um... It's a fantasy game. EverQuest isn't it, them, is it? EverQuest? No. Okay. Kyle, can it's you steal it? It's a comedy it? fantasy game? Yes. Yeah, I, that threw me off. I got nothing. Um, oh, no. Let's go with... Um, <laughs> I know it's not Baldur's Gate, but I'm going to say that. No, uh, this is King's Quest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that does exist. I keep Some forgetting sequels. about that. Designed by Roberta Williams. Uh, Kyle, your turn. All right, let's do it. Electronic Arts redefined the modern sports video game with its 1990 reboot of Blank. The new game moved beyond its sports game predecessors that emphasized statistical modeling, transforming the virtual gridiron into an action game that thrived on individual confrontations between virtual players. The game created a pop cultural phenomenon that has sold more than 100 million copies since its debut. Oh, jeez. I can't think of... Is this just Madden? I can't remember what it is. This is Madden. Yep. John Madden football. Okay, Sky. uh, I I had a neighbor. I had a neighbor who just... Just for months, just like ate, slept, and breathed that game and would bring it over uh, for the 64, for the N64, and would bring it over, and that's the only thing they wanted to play. And so I have a very strong reaction to not liking that game so i'm sorry yes no problem (laughs) Uh, let's see here um yes okay sky uh nintendo's blank launched in 1986 and inserted players into a futuristic world brimming with innovative adventure and evocative music the game combined the platforming of Nintendo Super Mario Brothers and non-linear story elements from The Legend of Zelda, offering a new gameplay experience. Uh, oh man, this gives it away. I'm not skipping that sentence. The game launched a franchise <laughs> with 13 core titles that has sold more than 17 million units worldwide. 986. Mm-hmm. It's a side-scroller like Mario. Combined the platforming of platforming. Nintendo Super Mario Brothers and non-linear story elements from The Legend of Zelda. Nonlinear story elements of Legend of Zelda. Platforming. It's a platforming that also has Zelda elements. Uh man, I I don't know. I don't even know if I have a guess. Uh I'm trying to even think of like a platformer that would come out. That would, that would be really early, right? 86. Yeah, I mean pretty early. Pretty early. 86. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I, mean, I, I want to say like Dragon's Quest, but that's not a platformer. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it over to Kyle. Is it Castlevania? No, Nintendo didn't make Castlevania. Oh, I didn't hear that part. No. Oh, yeah, they didn't make. You guys Dragon's dance Quest around either. it. This is this is Metroid. Oh, 
Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. yeah. the, the sentence that I skipped was, the protagonist, Samus, also gave the gaming oh. industry its first playable <laughs> human female character in mainstream video games. What's sad is uh, I don't think of set, like Metroid as a platformer because I think of it as a Metroidvania. Like, I think like, of it as a scary game, game. yeah. It's, it's, it's a horror like, game. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kyle. Uh, for the steal, for the win. All right. All right. Uh, capitalizing on the success of the iconic... Bla- okay, I'm going to re- revise this a little bit. Another one that's a little too easy to give away. Capitalizing on the success of its predecessor... Midway launched Blank in 1981. The sequel featured more sophisticated mazes, smarter opponents, and new challenges. It also reimagined the title character as female, extending an invitation to girls and women to join the universe of gaming. With its wide appeal, Blank sold 125,000 cabinets within five years of its release, making it one of the five best-selling arcade games of all time. Ah, jeez. Is this Gauntlet? No... I thought they I could I thought Midway worked on that. I couldn't remember. No, Sky, can you steal it? Uh female protagonist. I man, I don't even have a guess. It's Midway though? It's Midway. It's Midway. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of old Midway. It's uh man, I can't I can't really give you another hint because no, it's, you, it you can't wouldn't, give me a hint because Kyle it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be fair. Uh, I mean, we're several questions in. We can. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't even think. I'll, I have a I'll guess. say that. I'll say the midway launched the arcade cabinet, but they did not make the actual game. Oh, that's weird. Thing. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even. I don't know. It's uh, Ms. Pac-Man. Oh my oh, okay. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I see how. I see how this is. Could you? <clears throat> okay. Okay, Sky. We're gonna do this. We got. We got a few left. Uh, combining the best elements of action-adventure games with platform games and puzzle-solving, Blank provided gamers with a unique cinematic 3D universe, cutting-edge graphics, and a female protagonist who remains an iconic figure in gaming. Largely thanks to the character... Oh, no. Blank, 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 blank. Blank enjoys a widespread appeal among gamers and non-gamers alike, and currently heads a franchise that has sold more than 58 million units worldwide. Tomb Raider. Yes. Dang yep, it. Tomb Raider. <laughs> All right. Um, the ones that we did not cover, there were only two other ones that we did not reach of this 12, and that were Minecraft uh, is nominated this year and okay. Space oh. War, which is uh, one of the first games created in 1962. I gotcha. love the riff tracks of that. That's a really good one. So they're, oh, man, I can't wait for that. They're not they're nominated. They're not actually just being like, they're They're one. nominated, and then on May 3rd, they announce... Which ones are actually being inducted? Okay, cool. I think it's Lara usually Croft like five or six that get yet? inducted. I'm sorry. Lara Croft is not in there yet. Not yet. Wow. Um, they only started like like three or four years ago. Uh, okay. Okay. If you want to know the games that are involved or are are in there right now, it's Donkey Kong, Doom, Grand Theft Auto Three, Halo, The Legend of Zelda, The Oregon Trail, Pac Man. Pokemon Red and Green, Pong, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, Street Fighter 2, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. Wow. The biggins. Yep, biggins. All right, so, Sky, you are starting first. We are on Toys R Us, and we are heading toward uh, Millennials. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an American toy and juvenile products retailer. I think that. <laughs> it was founded in 1948, which seems much later than or earlier than i thought it would be 
Maybe mm-hmm. one, I figure it probably came around in the eighties, but uh, yeah. Um, Whoa. The founder's name is Chuck Lazarus. Yeah. That's like, that's like a secret agent name. Very recently. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Um, 2001 Toys R Us opened an initial flag, an international flagship store in New York's Times Square. Uh, there's Jeffrey the Giraffe, Dr. G. Raff in 1950s. <laughs> he, he was known as Dr. Wait, G. Hold Raff. On. Wait hold a on. He's a doctor? How did, he lose, how did he lose his doctorate? I don't know. I think I think he's a, a DJ. I think that's what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like Dr. Dre. Yeah. Oh, exactly. man, but... Hold on. So he's no. Maybe he's just one of those people who just insists on people not calling him a doctor. Like maybe. no, it, you know, just to like make, make people less field. intimidated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's a doctor. I wonder what his doctor's <laughs> in. <laughs> what? Um, I just love how we're amazed. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. Why? What do you need a doctorate for to sell toys? I mean. <laughs> Doctor in um, toyology. Yeah. There's a lot on here, but it's all kind of like talking about the bankrupt. Uh, the It's talking about going bankrupt. It's talking about Toys R Us online. Mm-hmm. Um, it reportedly has high safety standards. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't matter anymore. This is all going away. There is a nice thing here about uh, how they sponsored the live camera broadcast for April, April the Giraffe, if you guys remember that. Yeah. Yes. That's very sweet of them. It's a pregnant giraffe that is giving birth. And it, like, life. took forever, and everyone's like, this is just a ruse. <laughs> this giraffe ain't real which, pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that, which is a statement about our society and that we are suspicious of a pregnant giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> uh um so I like how the the store was formerly called uh Children's Supermart. Children's Supermart. Children's Supermart. Mm-hmm. Uh and also um Children's Bargain Town? Oh, I like I that, name. that. Uh yeah, uh, Children's Bargain Town. Actually just kind of <laughs> you're like you're one step away from like Children's Shanty Town. <laughs> oh uh, no. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I guess so. Um, what's the what's the relation of Children's Bargain Town to Flavor Town? Are they in the same universe or? Mm, I hope not. Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> it feels gross if they are. Oh, Flavor Town. <laughs> um, I, I think I have, I have two options here that I'm looking at. Okay, I could go to Dance Dance Revolution because that's big with oh. the kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> Or I could go to Amazon, which I really don't want to go to Amazon, but I feel, uh, Sky, wait, never mind. Oh, about- oh, oh, one thing we got to talk about. I don't know if you talked about it when I wasn't here. This preview thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Are I we going to kill that. that? Can we kill that? Yes. Can we? You uh, can kill it. Settings. Okay. Disable. Mm-hmm. So for those listening, Wikipedia just, uh rolled out a like page preview thing where if you hover over a link on a page it'll like show you a little preview of that page um which i think we're just not going to use uh i mean i don't think yeah. it would really kill the game but it's just i guess it makes it a little bit easier <laughs> all right uh at its peak toys r us was considered a classic example of a category killer 
a business that specializes so thoroughly and efficiently in one, can, in one sector that it pushes out competition from both smaller specialty stores and larger retailers. Um, I th- I'm wondering if category killer will get me closer to like, oh, yeah, millennials are killing all these things. Oh, that's good. That's what I'm going to click on. It's category killer. Well, so, I'll- yeah. <laughs> it's a very small page. It is. It is literally two sentences. Yep. Wow. Well, uh, Sky, I was actually going to. Okay, so I was considering a couple things as well. I was actually also looking at Amazon. That's a possibility. Um, but I, I was also considering the Chapter Eleven bankruptcy for the same reason. Like, yeah. this, because of millennials, lots It'll of people blame. are. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, so that's man. like a specific form of bankruptcy. So it's like it is. We don't really mention that. Yeah. We are diving into the fun topics. Yeah. I was going to say. I love, I I love how like, we go from Toys R Us to like Category Killer in Chapter 11. <laughs> I mean, I guess I should have seen that coming. I feel like I should not go there since you're on a two-sentence page. But let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, good. Consumer product safety standards. That's good. That'll get me to millennials because uh, that's the thing that we care about. Um Mm. Yeah, I think I might just go with Amazon. On okay. online retailer Amazon. Oh, wait. Online retailer is its own thing and then Amazon oh, specifically. Nice. Mm. Ooh. I'm going to click online, online retailer. Online retailer Amazon is my favorite anime by the way. Good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going on I'm going with online retailer. Nice. Okay. So I got a category killer is a retailer that specializes in and carries a deep product assortment within a given category and through selection, pricing, and market penetration obtains a massive competitive advantage over other retailers. Chains such as Barnes & Noble, Best Buy, Staples, and Toys R Us are considered category killers. Um, I could click on Chains to go to Chain Store. I could click on Barnes & Noble, which I know is having a hard time, but I don't know if that's because of millennials necessarily. <laughs> Best Buy can maybe also be one. But I feel like I'd just be going to like basically where Kyle's already going. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of in retail territory now. I'm going to click on Barnes & Noble, see if okay. that has anything. Uh, I am disappointed in this page for online shopping that there isn't just a list of like names of, onla- of online retailers because they're all really ridiculous. And, uh, I mean, it does say here, uh, online shopping is a form of electronic commerce, which allows consumers to directly buy goods or services from a seller over the internet using a web browser, which I guess, I mean, <laughs> that, that is sort <laughs> that is of, technically I mean, true. yes. Yeah. Except not now because you use your, I guess you're still using a web browser. Uh, consumers find a product of interest by visiting the website. Oh, this, this is definitely written by aliens. Visiting the website of the retailer directly or by searching among alternative vendors using a shopping search engine, which displays the same product's availability and pricing at different e-retailers. Ugh, ugh, that felt gross to say. E-retailers. Uh, as Air of 2016, retailers. yeah. Uh, as of 2016, customers can shop online using a range of different computers and devices. Hold on. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. As of 2016... What was special about 2016? Why couldn't we? <laughs> they okay. wrote that sentence. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> when they wrote it. 
used, including desktop computers, laptops, tablet computers, and smartphones, but not before 2016. Not allowed. Checks out. Um, yeah. Uh, an online shop evokes the physical analogy of buying products or services at regular, quote, bricks and mortar, end quote, retailer or shopping centers. The process is called business to consumer online shopping. Oh, my goodness. This is so dry. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You can use credit cards, debit cards, or services such as PayPal. Uh, the largest, oh, do you guys want to guess what the largest three online retail corporations are? I mean, Amazon, obviously. Amazon is one of the three. Yes. Um, is eBay considered one? Correct. Somehow it is. I mean, cause people do just like, just directly sell stuff on eBay. The I last one. Um, last one is uh, retailer. Pizza Hut. <laughs> yep, that's it. <sighs> no, it's not. Uh, did you guys see that tweet the other day? By the way, where I found another Kyle out there who I whose email uh, I got or email order I got for their Pizza Hut order. Mm-hmm. On yeah, 420. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You replied to it. Yes. Yes. It's, I really, like, I got that message. I was like, oh, I really hope he got his pizza. Like, that's, <laughs> that's important. Uh, but I yeah. think it's the first Canadian Kyle I've gotten. Uh, the other Kyle whose food orders right I now. get occasionally lives in Florida. Sorry. Wait, what? I just what? said branching out because oh, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. Canada now. Yeah, no, the other one whose food orders I get occasionally lives in Florida. So, I mean, he's still a ways off. But again, yeah, I hope he gets his things. Uh, the last of the three on time, online retailer corporations is Alibaba. Although, maybe not now. Oh, yeah. No, they're huge. Um, okay, so here's... Wow, I didn't know that this was going to be a thing. But, like, history... The growth of internet shopping as a secure shopping channel, or the internet as a secure shopping channel, has developed since 1994. With uh, Tim, if you haven't seen it, you can guess. And Sky, what's the first thing that they list as the uh, initial sales of the internet in 1994? Contract uh, killings. Pet pet food. Nope. On both. Zero zero percent. Uh, it is, and I'm just going to, I'm going to put this here for a moment. I'm going to get to it. i put this in the chat for a moment. It is, um, since 1984 with the first sales of Sting album, 10 Summoner's Tales. Sting wow. was the initial, the initial, uh, pioneer of selling things on the internet in 1994. So well, that's good, a thing. That, for Sting. Huh. Yeah. Uh, wine, chocolate, and flowers soon followed and were among the pioneering retail categories which fueled the growth of online shopping. Researchers found that having products that are appropriate for e-commerce was a key indicator of internet success. I mean, yes. If it's good for selling over the internet, then you'll probably be able to sell it over the internet. That seems... This is a... This is a tautology, Wikipedia. Uh, let's see. Um, many of these products did well as they are generic products, which shoppers do not need to see or need to touch or feel in order to buy. But also importantly, these days there were few shoppers online and they were a narrow segment 
affluent male and 30 plus. So chocolate, wine, and flowers. Great. Good. Good stereotypes, guys. Uh, online shopping has come a long way, uh, misspelled along in the, these early days in the UK accounts. And in the UK, accounts for significant percents, depending on product category, as percentages can vary. Way to be very generic, Wikipedia. This is a bad page. Mm-hmm. This is a very bad page. But but I would like to print, uh, point out this. I'd like to print it out too, but I'd like to point this one thing out. Oh, oh boy. How do I even approach this? The picture that I sent you is captioned Michael Aldrich, the pioneer of online shopping in the 1980s. And here's his, here's his description here. English entrepreneur Michael Aldrich was a pioneer of online shopping in 1979, which is not the 1980s, but okay. His system connected a modified domestic TV to a real-time transaction processing computer via domestic telephone line. He believed that the that Videotex, the modified domestic TV technology with a simple menu-driven human computer interface, was a new, universally applicable part- participative communication medium, the first since the invention of the telephone. He believed that fairies in the phone line <laughs> could reach out and get him a pizza. I mean, he's he wasn't wrong eventually. <laughs> Um, this sounds made up. I don't know if I believe it, but I mean, come on, Wikipedia. (laughs) Um, again, although you guys, you mentioned Pizza Hut earlier. First World Wide Web server and browser created by Tim Berners-Lee in 1990, open for commercial use in 91. Thereafter, uh, subsequent... Wow, subsequent is the word I was trying to say. Technological innovations emerged in 1994. Online banking, comma, the opening of an online pizza shop, uh, shop by Pizza Hut. Cited. That is cited. Boom. Pizza Hut was the first online pizza shop. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's see. Oh, methods of payment would be a possibility. Shopping search engine. Oh, man, these are all terrible. This is a bad idea. This was a mm. bad call. <laughs> bad job, Kyle. Um, mm, information load and impulse purchases. Um, oh. That's a possibility. That feels... Oh, oh, no. Password strength. Wait, where was that? <laughs> There's strong password is linked. Best Buy is on here, too, and that would also be very funny. Um, Millennials love Best Buy. They do. They do. Oh, man. Product suitability. I may have to go with... Oh, wow. Social media. Oh, wait. There's social media. There you go. I'm going to just Uh click social media, just in general, all of the social media. This is going to be a great... Oh, my gosh. This page is enormous. Okay. Yep. This was a bad idea. (laughs) What did you expect? All right, Barnes and Noble. I'm gonna make up for this. Barnes and Noble is a bookstore. Uh, it has a cafe in it with sometimes, Wi-Fi. and they serve Starbucks coffee. And I'm clicking on Starbucks. Whoa! Wait, was that the entire page? Whoa! Yep. Whoa! <laughs> there's not. Whoa! There's nothing interesting on here. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't get a chance to read this page. So. That's that's also my thing. Like, I'm like, I don't want to spend 20 minutes on the social media page. <laughs> 
Uh, okay social media the starbucks page says this article may be too long to read and navigate comfortably wow (laughs) (laughs) so this will be fun this is a huge page oh my oh my word all right go ahead kyle sky what are we doing (laughs) i feel like we could have we could have done this much easier (laughs) how though like how do you get to millennials (laughs) how do millennials um social media are computer-mediated technologies that facilitate the creation and sharing of information, ideas, career interests, and other forms of expression, including hate, via virtual communities and networks. Uh, The variety of standalone and built-in social media services currently available introduces challenges of definition. However, there are some common features Oh my gosh. Uh, they're interactive web 2.0 internet applications with user generated content, digital photos and videos. Uh, it says it is quote, the lifeblood of social media that's cited twice, uh, with users creating specific profiles and social media facilitating the development of online social networks. Ugh. uh, they're gross. <laughs> social media is the worst. You guys, um, this is in contrast to traditional media, which operates under a monologic transmission model, one source to many receivers, uh, such as a newspaper, which is delivered by many to many subscribers, or a radio station, which broadcasts to men, broadcast to the, the same programs to an entire city. Some of the most popular social media websites are uh, Baidu Teba, Facebook, Google Plus, Nah, MySpace, <laughs> really, Instagram. LinkedIn, uh, that's not true. Pinterest, Snapchat, Tumblr, Twitter, Viber, Viber, what's VK, WeChat, uh, Weibo, does, WhatsApp, and Wikia. Does Viber like just keep your internet presence regular? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. At least they get one. Se- it gets one sentence here. At the same time, concerns have been raised about possible links, possible links, sure, possible links between heavy social media use and depression, even the issues of cyberbullying, online harassment, and, quote, trolling, unquote. Currently, about half of young adults have been cyberbullied, and of those, 20% say they are cyberbullied regularly. That's cited and terrifying and awful. Good job. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway. Um, let's see. How do I get to millennials from here? Uh, that's a good d- question. There's a well, lot of places to check. <laughs> a lot of people want to know, how do I get to the millennials from social media? How do I get their money? I'll give you money? a hint. That is true. That's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's I'll give the, you a hint. What? Here is, here is one page that links to millennials. What? Yep. Are you are you are you putting something in the chat or what are you doing? No, I'm just going to tell you right now. This page links to millennials. Uh, Buildings Roman. Buildings Roman. Buildings Roman. I mean, that's a novel, but yep. Okay. Just want to let you know. Thank you for I'm sure you can get to. I'm sure you can get to that from social media. Good. I. Tim. <laughs> I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. I, I feel that one didn't really help you much. How about Spice Girls? Tim. 
do the Spice Girls have their own social media? I really hope they do. I mean, I'm just putting that. Oh, good. Fake news. That has a whole section on here. Good. Good. Um, KFC, their, their Twitter account follows all of the Spice Girls. Yeah. Hold on. And, and six guys named Herb. So it's 11 herbs and spices. I'm, I'm so upset by that. Yeah. I think um, it's genius. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, this is weird, but funny, I guess. Here they're talking about tools and approaches for social media. Training in social media techniques, tactics, and unwritten rules may not may not be needed for, quote, parcel tongues, end quote, such as workers who are already com- comfortable and experienced using social media. Parcel tongues is the word you use for someone who can speak snake in Harry Potter, in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, huh. Oh, wait, Coffee Houses is on here. Dang it, you're already at Starbucks, Sky. I mean, you can go to Coffee Houses if you want. Coffee Houses redirects to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I feel like there's got to be on here. You know what? There's, millennials just has to be on this page. It is not. I'm very no, surprised. Not. I am surprised as well. Okay, let's see. I like. How do I... <laughs> oh no! <laughs> There's a photo here of basically all like just a bunch of teens sitting on a couch and some chairs, and like half of them are on a computer. And the the caption is "Modern day teenagers interacting." <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... I found what I'm going to. Um, in the oh hold on there's a section called in the classroom mm, nope they're talking about cyberbullying not doing that do, 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 do. uh i'm going to go there is a oh my gosh there's a there's a whole wikipedia page for lol it, it's linked i really want to click lol Long. do it i'm gonna do it i mean Great. yellow right yeah exactly <laughs> Starbucks page is huge, has a history section with a founding, the sale and expansion, has corporate governance section, product section, including tea, coffee quality, and other products, locations, including unbranded stores, facilities, automated locations, advertising, a whole section about the logo itself, parodies and infringements gets one, Uh, environmental and social policies has one, two, three, four, five different subsections controversies has 16 including opening without planning permission the war on christmas israel (laughs) same-sex marriage supporting refugees philadelphia arrests like yep there we go what about race together marketing campaign what about their section on shadow governments right exactly Mm. it's man um Mm. yeah so there's a lot um They opened an average of two new locations daily between 1987 and 2007. That's a lot. That's incredible. I have here third wave coffee as an option. I have Seattle. (laughs) Third wave coffee? Yeah, that sounds very know. I didn't know they they documented coffee the same way they did ska. Pumpkin spice latte feels like it's a good move. (laughs) Oh, um startup company probably not um coconut milk that's a millennial Mm. thing 
That is uh, a thousand percent. We we drink it. It's good. Actually, it's not so great. I don't like coconut milk that much. No, I don't like coconut. Uh, almond milk's okay. Yeah, almond milk you can. I do like I can, almond milk. I can jive with. Mm-hmm. Uh, pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna click on pumpkin spice latte. I think you're I might not. Be. I mean, that gets me closer to Spice Girls. Oh. <laughs> okay, wait. Hashtag is here. I could go to hashtag. Oh no. Or Twitter. I don't want to go to Twitter. We've been to Twitter. No um, one wants to go to Twitter. I'm gonna go to hashtag. Hashtag. Which is probably like, well, it actually is about hashtags and not like the hash sign. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm going to give right. you. Go- I'm not actually reading this page because it's dumb. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple uh, phrases, and you guys tell me what the, you think they are. I mean, we all have the LOL and LUL, which it says uh, LUL is commonly used in the gaming community due to due to it being an emote from Better TV, an extension of twi- Twitch TV. Great, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Lulz is according to this LULZ is specifically used for trolling. That when if you see that, then you are probably the victim of of a troll. Is what it's saying. Just for reference, I guess. Uh, which I mean, just by saying it, you're probably causing that not to be true. Um. Okay, so here's okay. Yeah, LOL. We understand. Um. How about L-E-L? What does L-E-L mean? Uh, L-E-L? Laughing eternally. Oh, that's good. Uh, No. This one's kind of a trick, I guess, because it's uh, a satirical form of LOL. Used to denote denote bemusement or lack of amusement in response to a statement. So the (laughs) only thing that we can do as as the Internet is to be even more sarcastic. So good yeah, job, wow. Internet. Uh, huh. The uh, the other favorite one that I have here is LQTM, which I did not know this one before, but I would like to use it, I think. Let's quit the millennium. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you got it. Uh, it is laughing quietly to myself, which... Oh, nice. At least it's honest. Like... Yeah. That, yeah. Um, okay, here's another thing that I did not realize, uh, predating the internet and phone texting by a century, which that might be my link. The the way to express laughter in Morse code is to type hi, hi. Uh, and the sound of this in Morse, which is, uh, according to this, is thought to re- represent chuckling. Oh, what? Yeah. So people laughed in Morse code. Guess what, you guys? Our great-great-great-grandparents were making jokes in Morse code. (laughs) Oh, boy. Just just putting that out there. The apple doesn't fall from the tree. (laughs) I really like that that, that, that that's a thing, that we had a way to laugh in Morse code. Uh, This page is dumb, though. That that, that can't be true. (laughs) So... you're saying LOL, right? Wait, or did I what? miss something? No. No, no, no. The the, the way to express laughter oh, in Morse hi. code is hi, hi. H-I-H-I. Okay. 
And they're and like, they're saying it does it doesn't matter what the the letters are. It's the sound of the 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 sound of those two letters in Morse repeated sounds like chuckling to people. That is. Can you cited. imagine? Can you imagine like having LOL as a Morse code thing for laughing and have that so <laughs> close to SOS? Right. It'd <laughs> be real yeah. bad. Stop! It's not <laughs> funny. We're dying. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> um. The uh, the Tim, that's that these this is uh, cited to two different sources, one of which is called uh, the origin of hi hi in a uh, in a, um, a a larger page called the origin of ham speak, which is my which is the best Mario Batali uh, autobiography I've ever read. Oh, man. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, so the <clears throat> uh, yeah origin of ham speak there. And then another one called the Amateur Radio Glossary, Jargon, Abbreviations, and Terminology from 2010. So I don't know how you would doubt the mm. Amateur Radio Glossary. Um, okay. Uh, there's there's a lot of – they have a bunch of different ways to, to laugh in other languages, which several of these I recognize, but only from Monster Hunter, which has – uh, which is worldwide. So you see people laughing in many languages. This is pretty <laughs> great. Did not realize a couple of these. Um, in Spanish, it is J A J A. In Filipino, J E J E. In Somali and Ethiopia, K K K. In Esperanto, which for some reason gets a, a, a note in here, I guess. I don't know why. Esperanto. Um, but they have MDR, which is which translates in English to lots of laughs. Okay. Yeah. Um, in French. Oh my goodness! Oh, I like the French one. That's good. In French, you type PTDR, which is pete de rire, which apparently means literally broken with laughter. That's a great phrase. It sounds um, a little a little deep there. <laughs> I mean, it's French. Come on. Yeah. Like in, um, in Dutch, in Dutch, LOL is actually a word that means fun. Yeah. Uh. Which is good. I like it. Uh, fun, all fun, right. fun, 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 fun. I like how <laughs> they have a, a gif of the Rafflecopter in this. It's very good. They have that yeah. and they have a lolcat. So um, why do we not have more gifs in Wikipedia? Tim, do I just click lolcat? I don't. I don't know, Kyle. I mean, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta really, trust your heart. My heart wants to click lolcat, Tim. I guess I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm clicking lolcat. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> okay. All right. We're we're, we're good. Go wow, on. This Scott. goes back into the history. There is a history of lolcat <laughs> that goes back farther than you might expect. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh, hashtag. Hashtags hashtag have been used verbally to make a humorous point in, in, in formal conversations, such as "I'm hashtag confused." Ooh. <laughs> Are you confused by hashtags or just confused? <sighs> and that's the hashtag. This is a right. confusing hashtag. It's confusing. It's a metadata tag used on social networks such as Twitter or other microblogging services, allowing users to apply dynamic user-generated tagging which makes it possible for others to easily find messages with a specific theme or content. 
it also can u- be used to provide context, uh, which is interesting. Uh, so you might say, oh, my skin is just getting too brown. Hashtag too much tan. Mm. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you're tanning. Okay. Yeah. Um, languages which do not use letters are handled slightly differently. In China, microblogs uh, use a double hashtag delimited hash so like there's hashtags on both sides since the lack of spacing yeah. between Chinese characters necessitates a closing tag. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Jamie Fallon and Justin Timberlake performed a sketch parroting the often incorrect and misunderstood use of hashtags on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon in 2013. Uh, man, <laughs> talks about At Midnight here because they had hashtag wars on that show. Um, I like... One of the uses is sentiment analysis. Oh. The use of hashtags also reveals what feelings or sentiment an author attaches to a statement. This oh, can yeah. range from the obvious, where a hashtag directly describes the state of mind, to the less obvious. For example, <laughs> words and hashtags are the strongest predictor of whether or not a statement is sarcastic, a difficult AI problem. So the so an AI is is going through this and is like so, so computer, when someone uses a hashtag, it either means um, exactly what it says or the opposite of what it says. Uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to click on, um, it says when a user tweets a hashtag consisting of a three-letter country code to any of the 32 countries represented in the tournament, Twitter automatically embeds a flag emoticon for that country and this is um in the uh this is just like uh called hash flags a similar system was implemented (laughs) for the 2015 eurovision song contest in vienna austria i want to click on eurovision song contest oh you have got just in hopes that one of the spice girls is a is a judge i guess how are we I mean, so bad it, it at this? It feels like Eurovision Song Contest comes up a lot in our options. I don't know. Like way, way a lot. I don't know. All right. That's so I'm, I'm not going to stick around on this page. Lol cats or cats. It's an image macro of one or more cats. The image's text is, o- the image's text is of- often idiosyncratic and grammatically incorrect and is known as lol speak, which is somehow not linked. I'm surprised. Uh... Lulk, uh, the synonym for lolcat is cat macro, since the images are a type of image macro and not the same as a macro cat, which is a very large cat. Just, you know, just huge. Um, okay, so history. British portrait photographer Harry Pointer created a carte de visite uh, series featuring cats posed in various situations in the eighteen early 1870s. To these... He usually added amusing text intended to further enhance their appeal that's cited. And that is the link that I just sent you to this cat, which is dressed in a small dress and yeah, is good. sat in a high chair. And it's saying, what's delaying my dinner? Mm. It's funny because the cat is hungry and is in a high chair. And, you know, it. he, he wants to know where his dinner is. That's. Because it's you know because a cat wouldn't do that you wouldn't have a cat in a high chair and and do that but it's it's funny you see I do okay 
It both it both amused and terrified the people of 1905. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe that it's more than a hundred years old, but also I can. Um, uh, specifically because I imagine we did this even before we had photography, but it's more like people would probably pick up their cat and like hold it up and have it and try to like make it do a funny voice in like ancient Greek, you know, like that's what it would <laughs> like. I'm sure that I'm sure that like, uh, like Aristotle or someone was doing this exact bit, but like holding a cat up in front of their face and, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead, you know, I think therefore I cat. Uh, okay. Anyway, Oh, guys, there's not a lot on here for me to use. Um, yeah, here's um, an interesting bit. The text parodies the ga- the grammar-poor patois, stereotypically attributed to internet slang. Frequently, lolcat captions take the form of phrasal templates. Some phrases have a known source, usually a well-known internet meme, or such as all your base are belong to us or do not want, while others don't. The language of lolcats has been likened to baby talk. <laughs> You said that with such Some force, them, while others don't. Well, I just really like that this this Wikipedia page is taking a stance that some of them are this and some of them are not this. Way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, some of them could be this, some of them could be A, but some of them could be B. Way to go, Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Great. Yeah. Uh, it, it has been likened to baby talk derives on a variety of linguistic sources, not just the imitation of baby talk. So I don't care about any of this. Um, hmm, do I go with internet slang? Like that's, ah, geez. I, I almost feel like I should just go back and try again. I'm not getting a lot of, not getting a lot of options here that I think would get Mm. me to. Hmm. See here, um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go back. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go on back page. Sorry. Well, go on, Sky. Get us out of here. That's what you get for following your heart, Kyle. Eurovision. It's the longest running annual international TV song competition. Do you guys know when it started? Uh, 1905. No. Wow. 1956. Oh, close. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Winning the Eurovision Song Contest often provides a short-term boost to the winning artist's career, but rarely results in long-term success. Notable exceptions are ABBA, Buck Fizz, Buck's Fizz, I don't know who that is, and uh, Celine Dion. (laughs) Celine Dion. All of which launched launched successful worldwide careers after their wins. I am going to click on ABBA, because I think they're a pop group. I just want to go to pop music so I can go to Spice Girls. That is exactly what I would call them. Yes, that's I think they are pop group. Yeah, definitive pop group. Yes. So uh, great from the page that um, in the analysis on LOL, I'm clicking on podcasting. What? Because we're just gonna go. We're gonna go full meta uh, here. We just went meta. Very good. Um, Yeah. Abba was a Swedish pop group formed in Stockholm in 1972. Um, during the band's active years, the band was composed of two married couples, Falskog and Olveus and Lins- sure. Ga- Lins- Stra- 
Lingstad and Anderson were married. Uh-huh. Okay. The band suffered strain at the height of their popularity, which resulted in the collapse of both marriages. That sucks. Mm. Um, these changes were reflected in the group's music, with later compositions featuring more introspective and dark lyrics. I guess that makes sense if they're still, like, working together. That sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dancing Queen is a thing. So Dancing Queen, they were they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2010. So I could go there. Maybe the Spice Girls are living in there. <laughs> or they were in the Recording Academy's Grammy Hall of Fame. I don't know if the Spice Girls ever got to Grammy level status. <laughs> oh boy. Probably not. <laughs> this is um, this is two paths. I mean they both had a movie, of which so. may lead to disaster. There's also what is what is the best selling music artist of all time take us to? List of best selling music artists. But that's probably just a list which I can't use. Right? Um I mean if it's if it's a list with with some text in it, I mean um oh it is okay i'm gonna go on there then i peeked at it it's not just like i just thought it would be a list (laughs) it's a page usually usually the lists on you know they they have some good like you know pretense and yeah sometimes i'm gonna click on the best-selling music artists of all time because i uh, spice girls have to be there list of best-selling music artists all right all right so the podcast or generally netcast which is a thing no, I've never what? heard anyone say. Not generally. Not generally. Is an episodic, sometimes, series of digital audio video files which a user can download and listen to. You can't listen to a video file, but it's there. Uh, it is often available for a subscription. How would it not? Mm. So the new episodes are automatically downloaded via web syndication <clears throat> to the user's own local computer, mobile application, or portable media player. It is distinct from internet radio, which involves streaming rather than downloading. The word was originally suggested by Ben Hammersley, who is who is apparently taking that credit for himself as a portmanteau of iPod and broadcast, which I feel like we would have gotten there even without your help, Ben. Oof. <laughs> um, he just okay. wants to be important, Kyle. I'll bet he wrote that, Tim. The... Uh, <laughs> Uh, some have labeled podcasting as converged media, bringing together audio, the web, and portable media players, as well as a disruptive technology, there's my link, which has caused some people in the radio business to reconsider established practices and preconceptions about audiences, consumption, production, and, uh, and distribution. And there's a need quotation to verify this by there. So someone doesn't quite believe that. And also, I don't believe that, but sure. Um, podcasts are usually free of charge to listeners can be created for little to no cost, which sets them apart from the traditional model of gate kept media and production tools. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, and Ben, Ben Hammersley gets to say it again here, uh, that podcast is a portmanteau word combining iPod and broadcast. Uh, oh, they're saying that he was the first one to use it in print in February 2004 uh, during, uh, a, during a column. Hmm. So, sure. Um, let's see. Um, so, I mean, you guys know what podcasts are because you're listening to one. I mean, a t- a technically speaking. Here's the thing that I want to mention here. Um, you like, this you is, like podcasts because you're listening to one. Yes. 
Here's the thing that I like in this little section called uh, under uses, which I mean, the what are podcasts used for, honestly? But communities use collaborative podcasts to support multiple multiple contributors podcasting through a generally simplified processes without having to host their individual feeds. What? They're community podcasts? That's not a thing, right? That's not a thing. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. That's weird. I've never heard of one and of those. Then, and then here's a great line. The podcast interest industry is very profitable. Full stop. End of sentence. No uh, citation on that one. Okay. Weird. Hmm. Yeah. Over 50 million people. No citation. View, po- view podcasts a month. You guys, that's what's happening. That That's what's Reinhardt. wrong. They're trying to watch them. You can't watch. You listen to a... Anyway, a small yet efficient number of listeners are also podcast creators. Creating a podcast is reasonably inexpensive. It creates, oh my gosh, it requires a microphone, laptop, and a room with some sound blocking. Podcast creators tend to have a good listener base because of their relationship with the listeners. That one cited somehow. (laughs) I feel like that's not right. Uh, Steve Smith of uh, eContent uh, with his article podcasts can they hear us now said all of that sorry Steve I think you're wrong Hmm. Uh, do I click disruptive technology like that disruption is like the thing for us like millennials love to be disruptive let's do it disruptive technology all right, list of best-selling music artists. Um, Ed Sheeran yes. is on here. It makes me sad. Aw. Um, the list includes music artists who claim with claims of 75 million or more record sales. Hmm. And then there's a definition list here. Um, it says, all artists included on this list, which have begun charting on official albums or singles charts, have their available claimed figures supported by at least 20% in certified units. That is why Cliff Richard, Diana, Diana Ross, Scorpions, Bing Crosby, Gloria Estefan, <laughs> Deep Purple, Iron Maiden, Tom Jones, The Jackson 5, <laughs> Diane Warwick? Yep, uh, or Dion Warwick. Dion, The Spice Girls, Dolly Parton, hey! Ozzy Osbourne, Andrea Bocelli, and others have not been included on this list. But they're linked. I got very oh, lucky. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna click on wow. Spice Girls. That's kind of that's kind of sad. Like, yeah, uh, we're on the Wikipedia article for best-selling artists of all time as people who can't be on the list. <laughs> we're so, very honored. So here's I I just want to do one. I want to point out one thing on the disruptive innovation page, and that is at the very top. Of the cat of the examples of disruptive innovation, which is you know it's it's innovation that that changes the field of a particular market or whatever. The very first listing. Do you know what the very first listing on this page or on this page is as an example, Sky? What? Uh, it's Wikipedia. Wiki- oh man. Well, yeah, there you go. Wikipedia disrupted the traditional for-profit encyclopedias with articles written by paid experts. That why would we need articles written by actual experts? Who needs that? We just need Wikipedia. Every you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that feels like that feels like such an indictment of Wikipedia. Right? 
<laughs> just on its yeah. on its face. <laughs> Not the best. Uh, that's the only thing I wanted to say on this page. Guess what? Millennials are not on this page, though. Uh, like a bunch of things that millennials quote-unquote like are, uh, including video on demand, digital photography, computer games, and like, uh, okay, uh, potential opportunities. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just want to read this list. The This is what that Wikipedia, according to according to this page that says, Major opportunities, according to researchers and consultants, uh, I, I will point out researchers, researchers and consultants here, not linked, no linking uh, for any of this. Uh, this is their disruptive. List. It's disruptive digital, of our Wikipedia game. Digital transformation, asteroid mining, oh. open <laughs> borders, disruptive technologies, which is itself a disruptive technology, according to this. Uh, e-commerce, which, nope. Wealth management. Smart city tech. So, like, you know, artificial, sim games. Yeah, yes, that's it. Artificial intelligence. Climate change mitigation. Advancing women's equality. Free trade. Circular economy. I don't think that's a... that That doesn't even mean anything. Closing gender pay gap. Longer working lives, which good, great. That's the thing we want you to invest uh, in. Uh-huh. Empower young workforce, and then car sharing. So I'm gonna click car sharing, even though Sky is one link away. I'm not one link away. What? Millennials is I, not on this page. What? It's, um, I'll tell you now. There must it be a is. Link you just somewhere. have to find it. Yeah. Okay. The link. The link is on this page. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's no way for me to search hyperlinks. Right. That I know of. So you're just gonna have to read through the whole thing. Scott. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's. The link is there. It's not linked under millennials, though. The word millennials. Is it just young people? It's just young people, right? It's not just young people either. It's, it's just, it's the word youths. No, it's it's another name for millennials. Uh, Gen Yers or Generation whatever. Y. Yeah, it's right here. Okay. Oh, good. good. Spike Girls broke into the music scene at a time when alternative rock, hip hop, and R&D, yep. The Spike Girls. The Spike Girls. Uh, the, the modern pop phenomenon that the Spice Girls created by targeting early members of Generation Y was credited with changing the global music landscape. I'm going to wow. click on Generation Y. Uh, before we go, there's a photo of... Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Of, of, Jerry, of Jerry Hallwell. Uh, and it's... she's You know how she always had that Union Jack dress? Sure. <laughs> sure, Yes. The caption of this says, Hollowell wearing a replica of her iconic Union Jack dress. <laughs> yeah. So Can it's you... not the actual one? Does she but have, if, it's still, like... if it's still your dress, yeah. is she borrowing the replica of a dress from someone else to wear herself? I'm guessing that her actual dress is in a museum somewhere at that point. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, can oh you just have goodness. more than one? You can have more than one dress no, or article but of clothing not, that looks but the same. But it's not that one. It's, like, not, it's not the one. 
But I mean, just no, like, like like if I have a pair of socks, if I have a six pack of <laughs> socks, right? Uh-huh. And one of those pairs of socks becomes famous for some reason, and mm-hmm, I donate them sure. to the Smithsonian. If yes, I wear uh-huh. another pair of socks from that pack, are those replica socks? Yes. Yes, I would say, are. well, no, actually, I wouldn't say that they were. They're other socks. Oh, they're they not the, the iconic socks. Yes. But if you, if after the fact, you're like, I don't have those cool socks there in the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. let's make some socks that look like it, basically yes. the same thing, then yeah, then yeah. it's a replica. I think that, that's what's I, happening. I agree here. with that. I think Sky's mm-hmm. got it. Okay. They're yeah. actually, it's, so it's, I just want to, I just want you to know. That Union Jack dress <laughs> does have its own Wikipedia it has page. Its own Wikipedia page. What? Two thousand seven. I understand this now yep. because the dress that she's wearing in the other photo is sequined, and the original is not. Gotcha. Uh, I'm so, very replica. confused. Anyway, um, well, did you want to? This is. Did a... you want to talk about anything on your page, Kyle? Uh, I mean, no, except that car sharing is terrible and it's, you know, there's a German word for it. If you want to know what it is from 1948. Um, okay. I'm going to give this a shot and you just, you know, apologies to anyone who actually speaks German. Uh, Substaff Regenogenossenschaft is car sharing programs. Oh, okay. uh, I misunderstood like car sharing here is carpooling in this sense. And that is fine. But like when, yeah, they don't get down to Uber until later in here. And that, I mean, that's just terrible. So, yes. So that's all I got. Sorry. Yeah, oh, that's good. Um, okay. Uh, Sky, did you want to say anything more about the union Jack dress? I'm not on the Union Jack dress. <laughs> that was the that was the Blonde hidden that was the hidden goal all along. Yeah, I was going to say, Tim, you, you have a very strong opinion about this dress. No, I've okay. never heard of it. Uh, millennials, also known as Gen Y, they the pictures on this page tell a story. <laughs> okay, uh, one is just these two. It says two early millennials advocate for the legalization of marijuana at a 2001 event. And it's just these two very like hippie looking people with a legalized marijuana sign. Um, then there's a safe space America vehicle in 2016, which is used to promote the availability and creation of space, safe spaces. And it's just this big Honda Ridgeline with space, safe space, America.org all over it. And then German youth, German young adults protest youth unemployment at a 2014 event. They all have mm. they all have giant pickaxes and rocks, uh, I think representing their student debt probably. Um, yeah. Uh, and then there's a picture, <laughs> and just the caption is three people who appear to be millennials using yeah. cell phones. <laughs> appear to be millennials. Uh, and that guy has some great mutton chops. And then he does two women celebrate a same sex marriage in 2007. Wow. And that's that's the photos on this page, and I think that tells you. All you need to know. It covers everything. Yeah. That's what yeah, that's I, what people think we want. People Got still it. think millennials are like the teenagers of this current is, 2018. This is astounding. Which is bonkers. This whole um, thing. Ah. Oh, I have such I have ridiculously strong feelings about grouping people in generation 
generational cohorts. And I, I, I could do a whole podcast on those, but I'm not going to do it today. Political correctness is a category on here. Gross. Peter Pan generation. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry. I'm sorry. Identity. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We're the ones with cultural identity issues. The majority want to get married. They just want to do it right the first time. The same thing with their careers. Or they just can't afford it. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they can't afford it. I'm pretty sure we're all behind the eight ball on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so mad. Mm. Anyway, congratulations. Helicopter parents is linked here. Oh, my gosh. Helicopter parents. Hey, guys. Thanks. Do you guys want to know? I'm going to just. I did find a list on Mashable of 70 things that we've killed, though, which is my favorite thing that we've done. Uh, Beer, uh, J. Crew. Oh, right. Yeah, no, nobody uh, in my generation drinks beer anymore. Nope. Uh, it's how just, about the you know, mainstream stores? beer? Yeah. Uh, golf. We killed golf. So oh, congratulations, everyone. Yeah, yeah go- college football. Oh, and lunch. We were blamed for killing lunch. Oh, right. Because uh, we don't take lunch breaks anymore because we work through it. Nope. Yeah. Fabric softener. We killed fabric softener. And marriage. Just marriage. Cool. The entire institution. Two things we can't, two things we can't afford. <laughs> right. Cereal? Cereal is on this list. I feel what? like, yeah, focus groups. We knocked out fo- focus groups at some point. Trees. Oh, okay. I don't think we're the ones responsible for killing the trees, what? guys. Laura what are we doing? Pissed this? at us. Oh man. Suits. We killed suits. I'm good at that. I'm suits uh, are terrible. Sex. Just that. Sex is what? also terrible. Again, can't afford it. <laughs> no cruises. Can't, what? can't invest that time. Sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh we killed stilettos by the way also good they're terrible for your feet yes uh we also killed the nfl which i think they're doing just fine oh oh my gosh this is rich gen x's retirement uh-huh oh cool okay anyway we're doing that anyway yeah. anyway oh I'm done. Pew Research I'm done. Center defines millennials as anyone born between 1981 and 1996. That's more than... Ugh, the... <laughs> you okay? I have strong feelings, to. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Good. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, they're always moving the goalposts. Yeah, generational science is, is complete bunk. Man, I, I think we can move ahead in confidence... Um, we are sadly moving on into a Toys R Us-less future. No. Um, but I think we will survive. Uh, we will band together. Mm. And, uh... And just use wall cats to help us. In our, in yeah. our Union Jack dresses. <laughs> I did not <laughs> know, like, that... I forgot how that, that that was a thing. Like, I didn't know that that was that strong of a of a thing. Uh, or yeah. like a like a cultural touchstone a brand thing yeah i should yeah. ask steven about it like i should just text him a picture of the union jack dress and see what he says mm-hmm. yeah you should do that yeah i'm gonna try this quick okay uh but yeah in the meantime thank you for joining us uh as we went from toys r us to millennials uh if you would like more you can go visit us at wskbcast.blogspot.com or check out our uh, rest of our man nearly 100 episodes now uh 
on oh, man. Uh, Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. Is that still a thing? Mm-hmm. Podcatcher. Yes, okay. according to uh, according to Ben Hammersley, yes, it is. So I mean, you you cast and you catch. I mean, he's very, he very fishing oriented. Mm, he coined yeah. it in his where's, in his. Where's eventually? Eventually, you'll get to the point where you have too many podcasts, and then you'll have to do some pod releasing. All right, <laughs> this podcast I is wonder, too yeah. tiny. <laughs> Throw this podcast back. There's only 20 episodes, and it was a it was a short series. I don't know if you this gotta is let worth it. Grow it. Up. Yeah, yeah. Man, gotta let it. I'll see you again, small fry. Um, <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at WSKBcast, as well as at We Should Know Better at Facebook.com. Uh, is there anything else that you guys would like to plug? Not really. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I, 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 I haven't heard back yet about the sequin dress, but now I'm just thinking of lolcats, and that's helping me. That's making me feel better. Excellent. You just you hold on to you hold on to anything oh. you can in these times. Oh man. It just it just wants a cheeseburger. Can it yeah. has you guys? Can it has? Oh it can. It can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, take care everyone. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Jeez, I just hit my chair against the table here. Ooh, Sorry. <laughs> so I Sorry, feel like um uh, Speaking of which, hold on. Is Candace everyone wants me recording to go change the, his oh. diaper? Oh do no. It. Do it now. All right. It's an important thing. There's going to be there's going to be 2 minutes of winty ban winty. <laughs> winty batter. There's going to be so much winty batter on here by the time you get back. <laughs> winty batter? Winty batter. <laughs> I'm it's not, like witty banter, except thing. a spoonerism. <laughs> let's see, winty, winty batter. Let's see. What, let's see. Um, wow, uh, Urban Dictionary for winty. Oh my gosh! Why do you even go is there? To do something. <laughs> well, it's, it was one of the top re- top results, <laughs> Tim. Um, what? Just so you know. Um, all right, yeah. It is a. It is a company. It's a fact. A manufacturer based in Hong Kong as well. Okay, but um, Winty to do something so ridiculously stupid and uncalled for that everyone yells at you and you flip out on them. <laughs> I mean, that sounds kind of appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It says for the um, here's the uh, the the usage here. John pulled a Winty after he let his friends shoot him with their paintball guns and then got angry and attacked them when they stopped. Um. Wow. <laughs>